This is Matthew and Mikey on ESPN Sports Radio 1392.5. All right, so real quickly, before I introduce the two guys that are on the line with us, I want to say real quickly how I got to them. I have a friend named Alan Zweibel who has been a friend of mine since junior high school. And I looked at his Facebook page the other day, and on his Facebook page, he had a post-up about a book that we should all get for Father's Day. And the book is called Glove Story, Father, Sons, and the American Pastime. It was written, he said, by a friend of his, Mark Rosenman. And I thought, we got to get this guy on the show. You immediately sent it to me. I did. And I said, we got to talk about this and about the book and Father's Day. So we... I got in touch with Mark, and we've been going back and forth. Turns out Mark interviewed Doug Flynn at the Mets uh, fantasy camp, I don't know, in 1914 or someplace, because <laughs> they both look like one-year-olds, the two of them. Anyway, we, that's how we got together. Mark Rosenman and A.J. Carter have written this book, and it is fantastic. It's called Glove Story, Father, Sons, and the American Pastime. Uh, and they're joining us now from New York, uh, where both of them are. I, I mean, I grew up reading Newsday. AJ is uh, with Newsday for 34 years. Mark has uh, is on Sports Talk New York on WLIE 5:40 a.m. I grew up on Long Island. He's written other books about. New York sports teams, they're just great guys, and we're very happy. And, and my that claim they to fame, join. I grew up with Doug Flynn. Yeah, so which is a are. big deal. Okay. Hey, hey, Mark, and hey, AJ. Hey, man. Hey, Mikey. Thanks so much for having us. <laughs> Thank right. you. Now, we should say you guys are 50 miles from each other or so. So, uh, in order for us not to step on each other, we're going to address certain questions to each of you. Is that okay, or do you want to step on each other? I don't know. <laughs> Sounds good. Let's, let's, Sounds let's good. do it. Let's do it the easy way first. If we step on each other, you know, you can step in and referee. Okay. Okay. Oh, good. This is good. Uh, all right. Here's my first question uh, to you, Mark. How did you get involved in uh, this? Is our, was our goal when we were all growing up on Long Island, including Zweeb and me. We all wanted to be so, connected to sports in some way. And you have done that with New York teams in a huge way. How did you get into it? Uh, the way I got into it was I actually went to college for communication arts. And, in fact, the, the picture that you have is not Doug and I from Met Fantasy Camp. It's me covering Doug Flynn when he was a New York Met. Oh. And then I reconnected with Doug 30-some-odd years later oh, at Met okay. Fantasy Camp. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, I did it, did it in college um, and then realized, well, you know what, uh, I was very serious with my wife, my future wife, and I said, mm, don't know if this is going to be a career for me. Uh, went the corporate route, had two kids, coached my son in baseball for nine, you know, plus years, and then when they were both in college, I went back to it and then, you know, we started covering the Mets and the Rangers on a radio show with AJ and uh, the rest is history. So, yeah, I went back to it, went back to my roots. Amazing. And then for that reason, why did the book come out of it? What, who came up with the idea for the book? Mark, Mark, Mark came up and said you know, he had an idea for a book and he wanted to do it. Mark will tell you more about that. But uh, he turned to me and said, you know, you lived part of this. Help me write the book, write it with me. And I see something that's a great idea. That's how the book came about. Well, you, you know, you make a, the, the, the foreword to this book, by the way, was written by Tom Brenneman, and we're, we're the, we carry the Reds on our station here. 
Uh, Marty has been on our show yeah, numerous times. We're actually friends with him. Yes. And so just to read the forward to the book and Tom, how he went, you know, with his dad when his dad got the job covering the Reds. There is no sport, and you say this, there is no sport that creates a bond between parents and their kids as baseball does. And it's so, so true. All of us that love baseball have a connection either with our mother, our father, and sometimes even our mother. Right? In my case, my grandfather. Yep. Absolutely. It's interesting. And, and both Marty and Tom did the forward to the book. And what we found, so the basis of the book was, uh, you know, I had coached my son for nine years. He's now 30. And I realized that I'd spent more time off of a field you know, than on the field with him. And I kind of missed those days. And then kind of thinking what it must be like for a, a Griffey or, you know, a Bonds or a Rain. You know, Reigns and, you know, obviously playing together, that's even a, a, another level. And I was wondering, you know, if they felt the same, even though they were major leaguers, mm-hmm. if the Bond felt the same between them. And that's kind of where we went with it. And AJ kind of cited my relationship with my son and the travel baseball over the years. And we came up with the idea of us being teammates at the end. He is a 30-year-old. Myself as a 59-year-old playing side-by-side at that fantasy campus teammate. So that's how it all came about. <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> that is, is just fantastic. Uh, you In the book, and you have spoke, I, every, uh, every day you're great on social media, Mark. Uh, you put up a picture of somebody that's in the book, of a major leaguer or somebody that's in the book, and you say just a little something about uh, they're, them talking about this relationship with baseball how did you uh, come up? First, Mark, and then AJ. Did you guys come up with separate lists of people you thought should be in the book? How did it work? We actually have, uh, you know, we've been doing a sports talk radio show together for 10 years. So wow. my Rolodex is pretty good. Well, obviously, now you know how old I am by saying the word Rolodex. <laughs> but uh, so, uh, <laughs> basically, just reached out to all of them and just did hundreds and hundreds of hours worth of interviews. And there's so many of them that aren't even in the book. And what A.J. wanted, once we got the transcriptions, he really wanted to focus on the pairs that we got, like Don Buford and Damon Buford. Uh, obviously, you know, uh, the Crosbys uh, and the Wallachs I ran into while I was covering a Met game. He wanted to focus on the pairs, Bump and Maury Wills. And then Mark Carrion had such a great story, so we included him. Obviously, we couldn't speak to his dad. His dad had passed away. Mm-hmm. So A.J. was going through the hours and hours of tape, so he can speak more as to why he wanted certain guys in the book. Yeah, go ahead, A.J. We wanted to see how the experience was, and there, there are two levels of this. There's the experience of those who become major league players, and then the ordinary people who become big baseball fans, like all four of us. So I wanted to see what happened, how did they become major league ball players, what influence did their father have? It was interesting because there's a universality that most of the fathers didn't force baseball on their sons. It happened naturally, and they had talent. And then when they saw that, they encouraged the talent. Uh, Maury Wills tells a great story in the book how at one point his son really bumped caught onto baseball late in life. Uh, he's in high school. He started playing, and he shows up one day like a senior in high school. Uh, he shows up to a Dodger game. He puts on his father's uniform, his father's number, and they're about to take infield practice. And Maury says, you know, I gotta go do radio. Why don't you go out and sub for him? He said, you know, substitute like he, he was his father, not him. He went out, he took infield practice where there was Ron Stay, it was Steve Garvey, it, it was, you know, a whole group there, and he did very well. At that point, he knew he could make it as a career in playing baseball. Hmm. And it's interesting how they passed that torch on from one to the other. The other one that interested me is we have the multiple three generations, and we have the Bells, we have the Boons, 
and we have the Schofield. Yeah. Chucky Schofield, who was a 66 Schofield, his son, and Jason Worth, his grandson. And David Bell told us his main influence was his grandfather, Gus, because Gus was around and his father, Buddy, was playing. Right. So looking at all the influence in the family, how much they passed things off from generation to generation, that really helped, like, help, you know, make the book and brought out how important baseball is to family. You know, this is just so fantastic. We just were at FanFest before the season started, Cincinnati, which is the biggest fan festival in the country for any major league team. And we had David Bell on our show and spent about 15 or 20 minutes with him. It was great. And just to listen to him talk about his dad and his grandfather yeah. uh, was just incredible. And that's like the, the upper level of this bond of baseball generationally with families. I mean, it's just amazing. You know, David Bell told a story that how important his grandfather Gus was to him, that he made it to the major leagues. His, his grandfather was very, very sick at the time. And he made it like two weeks before his grandfather passed away. And he said he, he felt great to know that at least his grandfather knew that he had made it as a major leaguer. Wow. Wow. These are such great stories. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with Mark Rosenman and A.J. Carter and talk more about this book, Glove Story, Father, Sons, and the American Pastime. It's Matthew and Mikey brought to you by Dan Cummins in Paris on ESPN Sports Radio. 1,392.5. This is Matthew and Mikey on ESPN Sports Radio 1,392.5. Uh, we are speaking with uh, Mark Rosenman and A.J. Carter, who have written this book. It's called Glove Story, Father, Sons, and the American Pastime, uh, and it's fantastic. I want to say, before we get to our next question with you both, it's Father's Day Sunday, and I'm sure we can get this on Amazon, right? Like Amazon Prime, or uh, and e- even if they can't, if you people can't get it delivered by uh, Sunday, then... Put a little note in a card for your dad or your grandfather or somebody and say something's coming for you for Father's Day. Because I can't think of a better Father's Day gift than this, guys. If you order it today or tomorrow, it will arrive by Father's Day. That's what Amazon has told us. So you're, you're still good to go. Okay. All yeah, right. that's good to know. Um, I'm kind of interested in the fact that do you ever consider while you were doing this of just ordinary people? with uh, the, the father and son connection there on how they coupled up to become baseball? And it's for either yes. one of you. Yes, we basically did a chapter called um, a Fandom. You know, it's in the DNA, and it's, you know, how I became a baseball fan and why I became a Met fan, and then we really felt, uh, let's see who else, not ordinary people, because, you know, people won't know who, you know, Joe Schmo is, so we interviewed Dan Quayle, Alan Bell, singer-songwriter Dan Byrne, uh, actor Charles Palmateri, and then three broadcasters, Chip Carey, Bob Costas, and Howie Rose. And just to see what their parents meant to their bond in, in baseball, what baseball meant to their father-son relationship. Trying to do, though, in doing the book is to strike a nerve. Yeah. We did this with everybody. Whatever the experience is, whether it's our you know, well-known people, or whether it's Mark and Josh, this is the experience I had to relate to it. And everybody we've talked to about the book, you know, ordinary people say, oh, yeah, I remember this. I remember the first game I went to with my father. I remember looking at this, the sights, the sense. I don't remember the score as much as I remember 
seeing the field and the souvenirs they got. And we talk about that in the book for everybody, and hopefully everybody can relate to the book that way. It's That's what makes this bond. Yeah. I've told on our show, guys, I've told this story before. My dad, in 1956, I think, took, we were going to a game at Yankee Stadium, and my mom took my twin brother Mitch and I, and we got off the subway and we're walking up the long ramp up to the stadium. And Mel Allen pulled up in a car next to us, a big Cadillac convertible, and gave us a ride up the ramp up to Yankee Stadium. I have a, I was six. I have a vivid memory of that. Uh, and that's where our baseball experience, because my dad got us involved. He was mm-hmm. a Brooklyn Dodger fan, but they got us involved that way. And it's uh, those memories are just indelible. And, and just to, to follow up real quickly with me, I grew up on a farm, and we didn't get to go to the ball games. So my connection with my grandfather and I was the radio, listening to the games on the radio. Yeah, they came to life, and that's the memory that you hold. Listen, I, I mean, you can't describe it any better than James Earl Jones does in, in Fields of Greens, <laughs> yes. and it's true. You know, you know, as time marches on and technology changes, but you know, I, I'm on the Long Island Railroad every day on the way home, and I go through many towns where you see the little league fields. And yeah. The time I'm going home is about the time all those little leaguers are out there, and they basically are out with the same exact joy as we were back in the early '60s. You know, it hasn't changed. You know, I grew more up. Than just, go ahead, AJ. Yeah, it's more than just as more seems on the train. Uh, Eric Hillman as a former major league pitcher, describes in the book, every time he's out traveling on business now, as he comes into a city, he always sees the baseball field. <laughs> as he's coming and landing, how <laughs> yeah. much means to say, no matter where you are, there's baseball, there's America. Yeah, uh, I was just going to say, I grew up on Long Island, and we our first Little League, when my brother and I were nine, we played at the elementary field, and then they built a Little League field in our town. And I remember the game before our first game when we were 10 opened that field. We slept in our uniforms the <laughs> night before. We were 10 years old. And I remember how excited our parents were for us to go to that game with us. And it's, as I said, it's a feeling. There are a lot of things that bring up emotions in you, but that's certainly a really strong one, I think, for all of us. I want to ask you, Mark, you mentioned Chaz Palmateri. Uh, as somebody that was an actor, the, the movie The Bronx Tale is a fantastic movie, and it's semi-autobiographical of him. Talk to us for a minute about his story with baseball. So if you remember in The Bronx Tale, his father was a bus driver, and at the end of the ship was at City Island where they turned the bus around, and C, as he was known back then, um, would be on the bus with his dad, and he'd always take his glove, and they would, at the end of the ship, have a catch. And he was a huge, huge Yankee fan, his dad, growing up. And, you know, his dad was a bus driver and really couldn't afford good seats. So basically, they always sat in the last row. Obviously, with Chaz's, you know, popularity and mm-hmm. stardom, he can afford much better tickets than <laughs> yes. his dad did. And he's still a Yankee fan. <laughs> and he goes and he basically sits like three rows behind the Yankee dugout. And the Yankees all know him. So every time he's there, the Yankees will toss him a couple of balls. Basically, the third inning of every game, he and Dante, his son, go up to the upper decks and they scan the crowd and they look for a father-son sitting in the last row and they walk up there and they sit with him for an inning and they talk and, and Chaz tells the, the son who's there with his father how this is where he used to sit with his dad and you know never forget this moment and then he gives him the autographed balls and he does that like every game he goes to. So it's his way of paying tribute to his dad in those days sitting up in the upper deck that 
he still remembers those days fondly. And, you know, as opposed to sitting, you know, a row behind the, the Yankee dugout, he's sitting there in the upper deck for a couple innings. I got chills just yeah, hearing that story. That is fantastic. <laughs> and I can only imagine because we, I haven't been able to read. Uh, there's so much more of the book that I have to read. I've read some of it, but Bob Costas, it, his love of baseball <laughs> and his mind and everything. I can only imagine what his, his story is like. Well, he tells a very funny story because his father was a gambler and he used to uh. bet on baseball. <laughs> uh, and he grew up a Yankee fan and he told, he always knew when his father had a bad day, you know, on baseball, but how when he, they would go to a game, you know, his father made sure not to bet up the Yankees. So if the Yankees, uh, if he didn't lose the bet, not to bet against the Yankees, rather, so if the, if the Yankees didn't lose, you know, he wouldn't be happy. Uh, and he talked some of that in looking at games, and part of that, too, again, the relationship, you know, with father, with son, even something like Bob Costas. And he also talks about, you know, well, he didn't really play Little League a lot, but doing that, all the same memories of going to games, learning how to keep score, is something everybody, you know, whether you're a broadcaster, a ball player, uh, an ordinary guy on the street, we all remember learning how to keep score and listening to the game on the radio, as you said. And that's really, you know, yeah, Costas' story is really a good story. Hmm. Uh, we're talking, as I said, with A.J. Carter and Mark Rosenman about this fantastic book that they've written. I want to remind you again, you can get it uh, exclusively on Amazon.com, paperback and Kindle. You can get it both ways that way. And finally, before we let you guys go, Mark, I want to, uh, the way I got to you, and I'm so glad that I did, is my friend Alan Zweibel, who I've talked about on the show. He was uh, one of the head writers for Saturday Night Live, wrote all of Gilda Radner's stuff, among many other accomplishments. But ha- tell us uh, a little bit about Alan and, and his how he figures in this. So Alan has been on AJ and I show a few times, and, and we absolutely love him as a guest. And, you know, I, once we started thinking of other people, he was one of the people I wanted to speak to. Because, I, you know, he co-wrote 700 Sundays with Billy Crystal. Right. And obviously one of the, the major Sundays in Billy Crystal's life is, you know, a Yankee game he went with his dad. But he also wrote this one-act play called Happy. And, you know, I urge your listeners to go and Google it. Yes. You know, just Google Alan Zweibel Happy listen to it it's about 20 25 minutes of absolute pure gold and when i heard that i knew like i needed to speak to alan and alan relates a couple of great stories one of which was the you know he remembers his second game more vividly than his first game and the reason being is that his dad worked in manhattan and he you know went into work with his dad and before they went up to yankee stadium they went out for chinese food which you know for <laughs> most of us doesn't seem doesn't seem you know that special right. we all do that however Alan's father was kosher, and it was the first kosher meal he ever, the non-kosher meal he ever had. And his dad said, "Do not tell mom about this." But yeah. so it was pretty neat. And you know, he, and then he told about the one other thing which really touched me was, you know, his son grew up with him, and he took him to his first game, and then he had a grandson, and he was torn. You know, he really wanted to take his grandson to his first baseball game. But he realized that's a rite of passage that a father should. He said, if his son asked him to go with him, fine. If not, fine as well. But he didn't want to step on anyone's toes. He felt that his son should be the person to take his grandson to the first game. And he says, you know, in stepping back and seeing, he said that his son's got a more than covered. He's teaching him, you know, everything about the game the right way, which also is really touching. Yes, it's beautiful. And I can't tell you, well, too many times to count, I sat and, you know, Alan's kitchen and his mom was there and of course his dad and 
and uh, his whole family. That's just, it's a beautiful story. I can't thank you guys enough, both of you, Mark. I, do you I have do, one more Yeah, I want to ask you, how long have you guys been doing the radio show together? Over 10 years. Wow. Yeah. That's about like Matthew and I, <laughs> yes, by the way. Yes, except you guys are much better at yours than we are at ours. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. I wouldn't say that you guys are great. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Well, and we really appreciate you having us on. No, listen, I, you know, uh, Michael tell you I'm a sap. I'm the biggest sap in the world. Oh, he I is. have two sons. And there is nothing like a father-son relationship and bonding over sports, and especially baseball, because as this book points out so beautifully, uh, it's baseball is the best at doing that. Uh, we will catch up with you guys and talk about other things along the way, but thank you so much for being on with us. We truly, truly appreciate it. And we it. wish you all the luck with the book. Yes, and happy Father's Day. <laughs> thank thank you. you so much. Same to you guys. All right. We'll talk to you. Wow. Pretty good. How cool. Mm -hmm. Again. Even the, almost got to me a little bit. Uh, really? Huh? No, yeah. No, 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 not really. I'll tell but. you, that story about Chaz Palminteri going up <laughs> yeah, at that's the it, games, yeah, that's, that's cool. pretty cool. Uh, it's called Glove Story, Father, Sons, and the American Pastime. The perfect Father's Day gift if you are involved in baseball yeah. with your family. Uh, go to Amazon.com and you can get it in paperback or Kindle. And if you do it today, it'll be there by Father's Day. All right, we're going to take a break. It's Matthew and Mikey, brought to you by Dan Cummins in Paris on ESPN Sports Radio. 1,392.5 FM. Yeah,